Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of James Talks, uh, James Prescott here, and yeah, it's part two of our uh, series on calling, so um, yeah, the, you can find the first episode on iTunes and on Podbean, it's, um, there's links on my on my website, jamesprescott.co.uk to part one. Um, this is a series on calling and it's about, and it's because this month's Syncreate theme is calling as well. Um, so you're invited to create something on calling as well and it can be anything. And you can share it with the hashtag Syncreate. Um, and yeah, that's, so this is what, that's, that's why we're exploring this theme and it's a really important topic and um, this is, this series is going to be going on all week. And this is the second part called Before You Begin. So yeah you see when we uh, when we think about what our calling is it's really really easy to make our calling our whole identity we can put our security and identity in our calling and the um so-called success of that calling or the success that we are in that calling and this is the problem this is a problem because what happens is that when you don't get the success that you think you should have or when things go wrong in some way when life throws you a curveball and you don't know what to do and you put your security and your identity in your calling then you're in trouble. Because suddenly your whole identity has been torn apart. Suddenly it's like, oh, who I was, well, you know, am I a failure? Am I a loser? You know, what, what happened? This was meant to be the thing that I was made to do, that I love to do, that I was born to do, and and it's all going wrong, and I don't know what to do about it. And like my whole life is falling apart because of, because of this, and I don't know what to do. Because that's what happens when you define your whole identity by your calling, when you put your entire security in what you do, not in who you are. And I've talked about this before, but this is really, really important with calling. This is one of the first things that I always say to people when I'm coaching them is you know before we talk about what you care about what you're passionate about what you, what you're called to do let's talk about who you are because if we're going to if we're going to be successful in, in our calling if we're going to live the kind of life that we were made to live if we're going to be the people that we were made to be if we're going to do the thing that we were made to do it's really important that we get who we are right we need to begin well. Or, we, or rather, before we begin our calling, we need to get ourselves right. We need to have the right attitude before we begin to explore that. Because if we begin in the wrong place, if we begin with this whole, this is this, this defines me, this defines who I am, this is what my life is all about, this is my security, my identity, my value, my worth comes from this, this thing that I'm called to do, then we're in big trouble. It's just we're just it's just like a ticking time bomb because we will have failures. That's what happens in life. If you haven't had a failure yet, well, be prepared because one day you're going to have one. 
We all fell. It's human nature. I don't know any person in the world who's not failed at one thing or another. Just that some people don't talk about their failures, other people do. And most major success stories that you hear in the world, they probably had a big failure at some point in their life. Either before or after their success. And they'll tell you that those failures shaped them arguably more than their successes. Because we all fail, we all have failures. Calling is what we do, it's not who we are. It's part of our identity, but it shouldn't define who we are. And it shouldn't be our security. One of my heroes is Christopher Reeve. Um, if you're old enough, you'll remember that uh, he played Superman in the first um, really major comic book movie, Superman the Movie, in 1978. And growing up as a kid, Christopher Reeve, Superman was my hero. And um, yeah, I was really into those movies when I was a kid. And But when he... But, but about ten years after he'd finished playing Superman, he was in a horse riding accident. And it left him paralysed from the neck down. Um, literally um, could not move anything. And it was reliant on machines to breathe for him. Um, and it changed his life. And there's a story that he tells in his book. Um, his, uh, the story of what happened in his life his autobiography, and he was in the hospital and he'd seriously been contemplating suicide. And he was talking to his wife about this possibility, about this idea that maybe it might be better for... saying, it might be better for you if I wasn't here. It might be better for everybody. Make your life easier. Um, you know, it might be better for everyone if I just, if I just go, you know. And his wife said to him, you can do what you want to do, but you're still you, and I still love you. And Christopher Reeve wrote that that, 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 that that those words changed his life. That suddenly, you know, he had hope again. He he decided right then that he that he wasn't going to give up. He wasn't going to kill himself. Because he realised that what had happened to him, his circumstances... And what he did, in fact, didn't define him. That that he was enough as he was. That he was loved and valued and precious as he was, however he was. Whether he was crippled or he wasn't crippled or whatever. His wife said, you're still you. And actually he called his autobiography Still Me. Which, is, which came from that, which was inspired by that conversation. Because he refused to let his disability define who he was. And it was a big thing. I mean, you could not notice that he was disabled if you saw him. You know, he was in a wheelchair, um, had a, a breathing machine with it all the time. Um, you know, he had a ventilator in his neck all the time. Um, you know, um, you couldn't not notice it. But he didn't let it define him. And in fact, he became a big activist for... Um, 
stem cell research and research into um, getting people out of disability um, before he died tragically um, in uh, uh, 2006, I think it was. Um, but yeah, so he didn't let what had happened to him define him. He didn't let what he did or who define him. He was still him. So whatever your calling, your vocation, or your circumstances, in fact, it's not your whole identity. You exist outside of it. And you should be able to leave it behind and move on. Because if you don't, it's become your idol. It's become your, your God. And when you lose it, you, it'll kill you. It'll, it'll be just disaster. You'll want to give up on life. You'll want to give up on everything. Because your whole security and identity was in something that you did. And it might have been a really great thing that you did. It might have been something amazing. And you might have had a load of success while you were doing it. But because you got your value and your worth and your security from what you did, it it will back up on you and you will feel like you're a failure and you will want to give up. That's why you need to be grounded in grace. Just knowing that you are enough as you are, that you matter as you are, that you have infinite value and worth as you are. Not for what you do, not for what you're called to do. Your calling is part of who you are and it's an important part of who you are. And that's true for all of us. Calling is a really big part of our life and it's an important part of our life. And we should, we need to listen to our calling. We need to be faithful and obedient to our callings. Because that's what makes us come alive and that's what makes us who we are. And that's, that's, that, that's what we were born to do. Whether it's for a season or for a lifetime. We need to be faithful to those callings and they're important. But they are not our entire lives. We need to believe and to know and to trust that we are enough, that we belong, that we're okay as we are, that we're lovable as we are. This, that we can just be us and it's okay, that we don't have to do anything to, to matter. We don't have to do anything to be valuable. We don't have to do anything to get pro, to, to be significant and worthwhile. It's not about how many people read your work. It's not about how many people um, how many people know who you are. It's not about it's not about the number of people that you impacted. It's not about numbers or money or stats or anything or status or anything like that at all. Calling is about being obedient to what you were born to do, and if only you and a few other people ever know about that, that's fine because you were faithful. Because you were obedient to your calling. You did what you, what you were made to do. You did what was right for you to do. You did what was in your heart. You followed, you followed your calling. And if you've done that, you can be satisfied. If you, if you had the courage to, to step out and embrace your calling, you've already succeeded. Some people don't do that. And something inside of them dies when they do that. Something, some, something inside of them dies when they choose to ignore their calling and choose um, choose uh, convention, choose safety, choose 
um, to put their value and their worth and security in um, other things. I think, well, I've just got to sacrifice this thing for the sake of um, having security in my life. And if you do that, something and you will die. It's so, so important that we follow our calling. But it's also important that we don't put our whole security and build our whole life around our calling. That we don't make our calling the thing that defines us. That, you know, because who we are is so much more than what we do. You talk to the people who love you the most, the people that you trust the most, they will tell you, they won't tell you, they won't tell you they love you because of what you do. They'll tell you they love you because of who you are, just because you're you. And what you do, it shouldn't, it won't matter to the people that love you the most. And that's the, that's the point. Your calling is a really, really important part of, what, of who you are and what, and, and living, a, living a life of meaning and purpose. It really is. But it's... But um, it's not where your value comes from. And actually, when you free yourself from the need to, to get your security and your value from your calling, it actually frees you to be more adventurous, to take more risks, to really go after your calling without any fear. And then actually you end up being more alive and more fulfilled. And that is so, so freeing. I mean, when I let go of the need to get loads and loads of readers on my blog, when I let go of the need to impress people and to get good search engine optimization on my blog, when I, when I didn't care about that anymore and I just wrote what I cared about, I was more alive than I, was ever, than I ever had been before. And I was... I felt I was living in my calling more than I ever had been. It was so, so liberating. And it can be for you as well. So before you begin exploring your calling, make sure you're grounded in the right place. And that you know that you're enough and that you belong as you are. That you're lovable, that you're precious just as you are. And that will give you the freedom to explore your calling in the way that you are meant to. Okay, so that's part two. Um, and I'll see you tomorrow for part three.